When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, brought to you by the InfluenceAlliance.com, the business building community for coaches and consultants who want to build a profitable, scalable business while make a much bigger impact in the world with their message. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, my guest today says, awareness is your superpower, which I absolutely love and totally agree with. Joining me on today's show is Donna Lee Gastric. Now, Donna is... Donna Lee is the creator of her own life. She's the instigator behind knowing herself, growing herself, and living life empowered, a radiant light to illumine all shadows and pain and problems. And she's also the founder and CEO of Complete Solutions. Now, Donna Lee supports women in reaching their greatest potential. She assists her soul sisters in building their inner strength and relationship to source, allowing them to be bold, go for their dreams and be seen. Now on today's show, she's going to share why awareness is the number one skill that we all should master, uh, bringing all of yourself to the present moment, why that's so important, as well as curiosity, the art of gentle, loving inquiry. Welcome to the show, Donnelly. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. And I love the um, the quote, you know, awareness is your superpower. I so agree with that. And I often talk about that. I mean, I started my career in the career coaching industry and it was helping individuals become more self-aware of what motivated me. Why are some environments not suitable to me, yet I could still be doing the same role, but feel motivated in one area and fulfilled and, and not another. So awareness is massive. How are we going on that? Do you think people are starting to realize becoming more familiar with who they are um, is so important or we've little, got a little way to go? What, what are you finding? I think we have a little ways to go. I do believe the last two years have aided us if we've been able to detach Yes. From the topic that's surrounding us and trying to consume us, um, being an observer um, is part of where that awareness really expands out for us. When we can detach from the moment and notice our attachment to topics. And I know so many people have turned off the news because it was upsetting them. That's what awareness does. It lets you see where the angst is. Mm-hmm. And how you can shift to feel better in your yeah. own life. Beautiful. What was it that uh, allowed you to see or um, supported you in seeing how important that was? Was it a journey or was it a, a, a number of events? Take us back to that moment or that time. I think it was my own brokenness, my own pain, my own um, low self esteem. 
mm-hmm. and low image of myself. And as I kind of followed the breadcrumbs back to where they took me in childhood, I realized that was a repeating pattern in my life. Yes. And that if I didn't learn to get a grip on it, you know, when I finally got to the heart of what I needed, it was love. And I didn't get it the way I wanted it or needed it. And as an adult, as I was looking at this, I was like, okay, Donnelly, so now what? You know what you want. Give it to yourself. Be that loving parent. You know, the thing I learned about adulthood is we need to learn to parent ourselves Mm -hmm. through those wounds, through those discomforts, through the observations we're seeing, through our awarenesses, through our discomfort and our longings. Mm-hmm. And we get to parent ourselves and realize what is it you really want? We have a personality and we have a, a soul. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in a human form, but our truest nature is spirit. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how to connect the two. Yeah. You know, let's dive in a little bit deeper around uh, what you've just shared, because I think it's so important that we don't realize that things that have happened to us in the past, if we haven't healed from those, if we haven't addressed them, if you will, then that can often trigger us as you say, in in adulthood. And then when certain things happen around us, you know, like the environment that we're in, the things that we listen to, the people that we tend to associate with, they can either enhance and empower us or disempower us and have us even, um, because we can strengthen, can't we? Strengthen things positively and we can even strengthen the negative things which cause us to go, you know, into that spiral. Let's talk about, okay, what are some of the things that we can start to do around uh, self-awareness? What were some of the things that you started to do? Because as you said um, in one of the areas, you know, why awareness is the number one skill that we should all master. What are some things that we can start doing to help us master that? What is just paying attention to what we're paying attention to? Mm. Noticing, and I, I tell clients, take a sheet of paper. And draw two lines down it so that you have three columns and label the columns positive, neutral, negative. And as you're thinking during the day, just notice I'm thinking about my mother and her illness. Am I worrying? Well, that's kind of negative. How can I change that? But until we start to notice where we're at, yeah. we, we have no awareness. Yes. And we're just reacting to what life brings us. We're just mm-hmm. responding and reacting to every current moment. We're not being the co-creators of our own life. Mm-hmm. We're not making conscious decisions. We're actually living unconscious. Yeah. And then, and then the result of that for me was I was a victim. I played a victim role. I was always hurt. I was always wounded. I was always left out, rejected. I mean, every situation was bringing me more of what I was feeling. So we are magnetic in our energy and whatever our predominant thinking is, is what we give validation to in our reality. We find reasons to validate that. So whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, 
And whether we know we realise that, that we're doing that or not, that yeah. would have been one of the biggest ahas and the greatest gifts I think that you would could have ever given yourself is to realise the things that I'm doing that I'm saying, how I'm reacting is actually causing me to become even more of a victim. And we see that happen all the time, don't we? We see how just in, in observing, if you will, going into that observer mode and how people are reacting and responding online. And once you know that, you are also better able to what the word cope will respond when people come to you with something that they're saying and realize this has got nothing to do with me personally, but actually everything that shows what's going on in their life. And I'll give you an example, Donnelly, and then I want to ask uh, what are some things that people can do to maybe see, you know what, I'm actually paying a bit of a victim here, but I want to, to become more of the victor and be able to support myself in responding better. Someone came out and, and it, it attacked me, let's just say that, or had some negative things to say about an ad that I had on Facebook. You know, who do you think to call yourself the podcasting queen and look at your background, you're, you've got a door behind you and that kind of thing. And rather Other than me responding negatively, I thought, hmm, it's interesting that she should come to me like that. And I just responded, well, it's not a name I gave myself. Other people called me that. And I'm actually in my office. This is not a backdrop. And I want to show people that you can share your message from wherever you are. It doesn't matter about location. All the best to you. Someone messaged me and says, I can't believe that this person did that. I know this person and they have had a a terrible um, upbringing as a child and unfortunately that's coming out and this person was very much known as a bully. That's how it had manifested in herself. Now, I could have responded and said, how dare she talk to me like that and all of that kind of thing, but I decided I'm not going to even address that in that way. I'm just going to turn it around and have a nice day but that's the kind of thing that can often happen we can get stuck in the cycle can't we of that's offending me and and things like that when we choose to take on that victim what are some things that you've learned that perhaps you can share with us so that we can get out of that victim mode but rather respond in an appropriate way yeah and it's really a calm um, peaceful and collective response right um if you notice an energy in you that's firing up, like when you first read it, yeah. you don't respond from that level, uh-huh. right? Because responding from that level is going to project exactly that into what you write, right? Yes. And then you'll be deleting what you typed out <laughs> as you read it, right? <laughs> write it down on a piece of paper maybe and then yeah, yeah. put it away. Yep. Um, I think awareness in the beginning looks like a skill that we're practicing. But as we get more skillful at it and we spend more time and awareness and being present to this now moment, it's really a field, an energy field that we're in. And when we, I like to say camp out there, when we hang out there more often, it not only shows us ourself, but it shows us an awareness in others as well, Mm -hmm. which you were modeling when you were confident in your own space. able to share your motives, your intentions, your desires, right? Mm -hmm. And, And knowing that you're grounded and rooted in that. So awareness, one, aids you Mm -hmm. in being your authentic self, standing in your power, 
not wobbling when others call you out or question you. Mm. But it also allows you to see another's projection is simply their pain, their inner trauma, their inner point at that moment. You know, maybe they got up on the wrong side of the bed, had a few incidences that started their day off, and then they just jumped on this and saw this and just out it came. So I think as we grow in that field of awareness, it aids us not in one area of life in all. Oh, totally, totally. You know, something else that um, I want you to spend a little bit of time on too, because I think this is so important. And and I love the way that you've you've kind of you know laid that out. And it's so true. Initially, I went, my goodness, you know, but I had to take a deep breath. I actually pray, and I just said, Lord, let me respond in a way that would honor you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of no, that needs to be deleted. That's just so important. But you know, one of the things that I see happening, and you mentioned this earlier about turning off TV. We have to understand what are some things that will trigger us because for me, I know that will trigger because I can see the lies and the propaganda. I can just see, and it turns me into someone who, you know, I just cannot not hold myself back because innuendos, lies, that's something, that's why I started a podcast to be the hope and inspiration amongst the doom and gloom of mainstream media. But we need to be mindful, you know, do not continuously put yourself in situations where you know it's not the best for you. That's important, isn't it? Environment. It really is. Um, environment's everything. And and when we become more self-aware, we notice our inner energy and how it feels around certain groups, certain places, certain spaces. And we start to learn where we work best, where we interact best, um, some of us even like to be at a table, at a certain table when we dine out, yeah. right? And if there's none available, we may have a bad experience because we're in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. So honoring that for ourselves is really important because it not only affects our enjoyment of, the, of that moment, but the enjoyment of those we're with. Mm-hmm. What we don't understand in our human experience is we really do share energy. Mm-hmm. We really do sense and feel one another in big, bold ways. And I believe the shift that's going on on the planet right now is an up-leveling, an mm-hmm. evolution in our own um, abilities. The planet Earth is evolving and humanity is evolving. Mm-hmm. And I believe the evolution taking place is actually bringing us into being multi-sensory beings. Mm-hmm. And this awareness couldn't be a bigger component mm-hmm. to tapping into and activating and bringing fully online new sensory perceptions, mm-hmm. you know, our intuition, strengthening that inner voice within us, listening with clarity, stilling ourselves to notice what we feel, mm-hmm. how centered we feel, how grounded we feel, how confident, you know, being centered and grounded gives us the byproduct of confidence. Yes. Yeah, there's a level of inner confidence that shines. Just that—that that is just there, isn't it? And it doesn't matter what is happening around you. You're able to really move, if you will, make decisions, respond in a way that is not reactive. Because often we'll say something, and you know, once it's out there, it's hard to kind of um, capture that. And and I didn't mean that. Well, obviously, if you do say something, you'd want to apologise if that wasn't naturally what you would want to. 
to say, you know, you say that it's it's so important to be in the present moment. And I so agree because if we're able to just pause for a moment, sometimes if we're not sure about what we're going to say, we don't have to respond. We don't have to contribute to that conversation. But I think being in the present moment, what that enables us to do and stop reflecting in the past and stop projecting a future that may never happen. And I'll, I'll give you an example. You know, so often uh, what I've done in the past um, is if I'm going to meet someone and that particular person is a little bit different, let's just say, than what I am and what have you, I'll have these conversations in my head and he will say that or she will say that and then I'll respond that way and then this and this and the other and then five minutes, ten minutes, whatever's gone by and I realise, do you realise how much time you have wasted in your own mind having a conversation that may never happen? Had I remained in the present, both of those situations um, would not have impacted what was going on right then and there because that moment has gone. Does that make sense? I'd love you to share. What are some things? It makes total sense. It makes total sense. And let me just say that no response is a response. Yes. Right? So there's there's an ability to feel confident in knowing that you don't need to respond. Mm-hmm. And there's a confidence in saying, I don't know. I don't have an opinion on that. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an opinion, why, why would someone want to keep talking about it? You know, I mean, right now, we've got a lot of extremes going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And if you had an opinion on all of them, you'd get nothing done. You'd have an no instruction to your life. <laughs> <laughs> you could be sharing those opinions and reading those opinions yeah. 24-7. <laughs> yeah, and getting back to your question, so... I fully believe that every single one of us has this power in us, but we've been so conditioned by our environment to have a response, to to have an opinion, to know our thoughts on it, right? And, And we've been so programmed to be like the norm, right? Like we want to fit in, we want to look like others and not stand out too much. And that's really dimming our light. Where we're evolving is individuality. And it's really empowering ourselves into our full capacities mm-hmm. that, re- that really requires us to be so aware of where we're showing up as our not self, mm-hmm. as that imposter syndrome or a conditioned version of who we really are. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said that because, you know, so often, um, I don't know, maybe I was just born different, but I, I, you know, and I say this with utmost respect, I've always felt that, you know, when there's communities of people, and this is for the people who've always been kind of on the outer, and we're quite happy with that. Um, and, and But it's important that even for those of you who feel that you do want to be part of that community, but you're thinking, you know, or you're questioning what's going on here, that we can stand in our power and say, hang on a moment. No, this doesn't feel right. Intuitively, I know that, you know what I mean? So that we don't have to feel that um, you need to go a certain way because everyone else is doing that or not doing that. I I think that's just saying we have that level of inner confidence and you know, and you've taken time to think and respond the best way is 
yeah, just to be, as you said, that that individuality, no, not be persuaded. Because often we can do that too, can't we? There may, like in a, in a work environment, you may be gifted in a certain way in, in leadership and be put forward, yet there's a group of people who you are hanging out with and you think, well, if I do put myself forward for that role, will I think less of me? Will I think that I'm big noting myself? But you've got that skill to be able to do that and lead yeah. and rather than be hold, held back from that community, by that community in your workplace. I think the other thing that happens when we become so self-aware that we work on ourselves and that we become confident in ourselves and we, we do speak up and we do not respond when we don't have anything to say. We're comfortable with the silence in the room and comfortable engaging in those courageous conversations that feel like an elephant's in the room, right? Yeah. But what happens when we do that? is we give other people permission to do that. Mm -hmm. And then we start to see others in a different way, more valuable. Mm -hmm. We respect them as they are different than us, right? We see their traits, their talents, their gifts as aspects we don't have, and we need them even more. So we want to embrace them and pull them into our circle and keep them close because they're great teammates. Right. Mm. They have strengths and abilities that help polish us off and create a finished product that's just exceptional and extraordinary. And I feel like it's where we deal with we completely do away with diversity, equity and inclusion training because it comes from within us mm. as a natural byproduct of stepping into our own power our own authenticity, loving ourselves, accepting ourselves, just integrating all those aspects into a whole and not being triggered. In. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting you should say that because I remember just recently I was speaking to a number of women in senior roles within the, the tech space. And a number of them mentioned we were preparing for, they're, they're doing an online summit and we were preparing for their keynotes and so forth. And a majority of these women said, you know, we in our careers had never experienced being held back um, in equality. We just did what we did, showed up and, and worked and contributed and, and so forth. And it was interesting that one of them even had feedback from a group of men um, in the team and said, we're so glad that you are here. We would love to get your perspective, the female's perspective, because we feel that our perspective, just as all men on the team, is limited. So it's great. But isn't it interesting that these women never experienced what many other women, because they it didn't even come into their bandwidth. They just showed up and did what they did you know, and, and use their gifts and talents. Right. And the difference is they had confidence. Yeah. They were confident and grounded and rooted in themselves and they weren't wobbling with it. Yeah. They didn't feel like they had to have an opinion. They knew themselves and yeah. they knew the value they brought forth. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the real key that we learn in that awareness as we yeah. practice it. We, we start to notice our gifts. Mm -hmm. our, our yeah. character traits that make us unique yes that help us to be that authentic version of us and owning what we bring to the mm -hmm. party to helping humanity and the world and one another and and it doesn't mean you have to make a big footprint in the world mm -hmm. you know if you're helping one person that matters the ripple of just helping one another goes out and mm -hmm. expands 
It does. It does. It's so important. You know, as we said earlier, just going right back to, to some of the points that we spoke about earlier, and I think that will segue beautifully into the last point that you wanted to talk more about, was around having awareness of what are some of the things that possibly if I dealt with, if I spend a bit of time and in investigating that and gotten some healing around that or dealt with that and looked at it in a different way, took the learnings from that and use those learnings to grow and evolve, then we would have much better outcomes. And as you say, it impacts all aspects of your life. But sometimes it can be a little bit scary, can't it, to do those investigations. But I love the way that you've said, and this is into your third point, curiosity. Be curious. The yeah. art of gentle, loving inquiry. So how can we start to be curious about ourselves and be able to discover where are some gaps, where are some things that I can uh, look at to take the learnings away from so that I'm not triggered, you know, in, in um, situations that perhaps would have me uh, respond in a way that I would much rather be confident. What are some things that we can do? That's beautiful. Thank you. That's a, a really important question that I think everyone starts asking because in the art of awareness to start with, we start to notice how we talk to ourselves, how we treat ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I go back to my first sales job. I made an error in an order for a client and it cost the company about $1,500 mm -hmm. to remake the job. And the company had a policy that they split it with the sales rep. And I said, no, give it all to me. I'll eat the whole thing. I want to make certain I never do this again. Yeah. And as I reflected back on just that, like, am I really that hard on myself? Do I really beat myself up like that? Generally, when we get curious, we're not nice to ourselves. No. We're defensive. We're blaming. We're accusatory. We're criticizing. And the first thing we have to do with awareness is to turn on the lens of love and mm. compassion. Yeah. So we have to start getting curious and looking through the lens of love and compassionate, caring, concern, kindness, right? Like, how could I do this better? What could I do differently next time? Yeah. What do I need to make this right now? What will make me feel better? What will make others feel better? Right. And we have to serve all of those needs in ways that come from compassion, that come mm -hmm. from love. That four letter word love is powerful beyond all measure. Mm -hmm. You said earlier, you know, in replying to seeing, you know, words on a response right on social media and you, you, you stop for a moment to pray. Right. I think the best prayer I've ever learned is Ho'oponopono. And it's just four lines and it's, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Mm -hmm. And you're really talking to yourself. You know, I'm sorry. I'm so critical. So judgmental. Please forgive me because as within, so without. Mm -hmm. So when people are projecting pain and hatred and hurt, that's what's going on inside. This is how we know the state of the world right now, the state of our community, the state of others. And as we grow in this awareness, we're able to help them. Yeah. We're able to be loving and kind to them and, and share that energy. And the light's always there. Mm. It might be dim, 
but it's always there. And a bright light makes another's light brighter. Yeah, it's so important how you can respond. You just don't know. They may have had so many situations in their life and then someone did take the time to respond and in a way that um, didn't, again, push, wasn't sarcastic or anything like that. You really can can almost be a response that has them go, wow, I never, uh, I appreciate that. I attacked that person, yet they responded in in kindness. And I remember seeing, I can't remember what um, company it was, but a rep did a a magnificent role. They were responded to by a parent or someone who was very um, angry that this salesperson or this company did something. And rather than reacting in, uh, you know, in in anger or anything, that, that, just curious and um, started the conversation and then opened it up and then was able to then um, kind of transition the conversation to, well, how can we have, how can we respond better? How can we help you? And, and then that conversation left with that parent saying, you know what, thank you so much for taking the time for hearing me, for appreciating me. And I think then you can get to a stage or a, an opportunity where, whoops, you may not you may not um, agree with all of the things, but you can respect each other. There's still respect there. And you can say, well, we can agree to disagree and yeah. still end, you know, the conversation that way. I think that's so good to be, to get to that place, isn't it? Yeah. I'd love to add to that too, Anne-Marie. When we really master being curious with ourselves, mm-hmm. another person's disagreement with us evokes curiosity yeah what makes you think that what right you want to know more instead of dissing them Mm. agreeing to disagree right not hearing them you value how they feel you place a level of importance and respect back out there and you say tell me more Mm. i'm curious i'm interested i want to hear more yeah, because everyone, each and every one of us has a different model of the world, isn't it? And that model mm-hmm. of the world is shaped by circumstances. It's shaped by beliefs and values and so forth, all of those things. We're interesting people, aren't we, human beings? We are. Some of us more interesting than others. Life is too short to to be quibbling. I always remember my mother saying that to me, you know, life is too short to um to hold yeah, grudges and things like that. So um look, I have loved our conversation today. Donnelly, how can people find out more about your work? How can they get in contact with you? You can visit me at Donnelly360.com. And from there, it takes you everywhere. It gives you my contact information. I don't know if you've heard about the 360 app, but it's a connector to everything. My website's there, a video's there. Um, You can connect with me to um, schedule a Zoom call with me. My email's there. All different ways to get in touch with me. Oh, Um, fantastic. All right, Donnelly360.com. Fantastic. Well, look, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know we have only scratched the surface, but all of the things that you spoke about today, I think is so important, always have been, but particularly so with uh, everything that's going on around the world. And I think if we can um, go through 
you know, just even some of the steps that you shared today, it will help us to navigate through that so that we can grow self-awareness, so that we can be curious. I love that word curious. That's why I love being a podcast host because I'm naturally curious. I love to know how things work. And if I don't know, I'll find out. I will find out. And, um, gives me an opportunity to learn from wonderful people such as yourself, Donnelly. So thanks once again for coming on the show. This podcast is brought to you by TheInfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.TheInfluenceAlliance.com slash podcast series. That's the influencealliance.com slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.